Welcome to the Outer Rim News Podcast, episode 41. Yes, 41. It, yes, it is 41. I am one of your hosts, Ashley Wilbanks, and of course with me as always is... Uh, the other host. That guy. <laughs> yeah, that guy, the other host uh, from Savannah, Georgia. Well, what's his name? Uh, Savannah Joe. That's what they call Savannah me. Joe. <laughs> Savannah Joe. He's new. He's new around here. Otherwise known as uh, Alston Gaudy. Alston Gaudy. Dude, when you say your name, you got to come up with some kind of jingle or something. <laughs> like a, j- <laughs> a jingle. <laughs> Alston Gaudy, he's the, the man, man for you. For you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. <laughs> that one's too easy, though. It's like everybody's going to be like, yeah, yeah, that's that's right. That's, that's exactly what I thought. <laughs> Oh, okay, dude. That's totally gonna. I'm, I'm, we're gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna come up with some music. I'm gonna find it, and that's gonna be your intro music. I'm fine um, with is that. Is that okay with you? <laughs> I'm fine with yeah, that. Is that okay? With you? Okay. I gotta remember. I gotta write that down to remember. It. Uh, so, how's your week been, Austin? Austin, it's been busy, man. Like work's been busy, but it otherwise been good. I finally finished. I just felt like I never had a whole lot of time, but I finally. Uh, finished um i'm basically let's see six books deep into the x-wing series from the mm-hmm. uh from the original canon so i just finished the iron wing novel and i'm on the basically the last one before there's a long break um which is called solo command and uh so i'm excited about that because i've been trying to make my way towards the heir to the empire trilogy so i can revisit that and so now i'm only yeah. two books away from that so but uh other than that you know i'd Oh, I, I did do one really, really cool Star Wars thing. I don't know if um, our listeners are aware of this thing called Humble Bundle, but apparently um, they basically they put out like stuff you can donate, like, you know, basically anything you want, you can donate, but they have tiers where if you donate this amount of money, you get like so much of whatever they're offering that, that week or month or however long they do it. And uh, one mm-hmm. time I bought some some Ghostbusters comics, like the whole series. You know, you pay. I think I paid like what was it, five bucks, maybe ten, and I got basically the whole yeah. catalog. Because um, I guess it goes to charity, and so I thought yeah, that was does. always really cool. Well, this this past week I saw that they announced the new, and I, I think they've done it two other times before, but this is the new Star Wars Humble Bundle, and. Uh, I, and it's like fourteen. You could spend thirty dollars. I think was the biggest tier, but you just got a T-shirt along with everything else. But I just did the fourteen dollar one. So you basically spend fourteen dollars. And do I mean have you have you heard about this about the Star Wars Humble Bundle? No. Nah, what, so this up? so this this time it's with you know like I said with Star Wars. And if you pay, I mean, let's say you get if you want to get all the games, pay fourteen dollars or or higher. You know whatever you want to pay. And dude, you get you get. Star Wars Knights of the Old Republic. Now this is all through Steam, mm-hmm. so you you know you download it through Steam and play all these games. But you get Knights of the Old Republic one and two. You get X Wing Alliance. You get X Wing versus Tie Fighter. You get the Galactic mm-hmm. Battleground Saga. You get mm-hmm. Battlefront Two, which is the original from the you know what mm-hmm. PS Two Xbox Three yep. or Xbox yeah, um, Jedi Outcast. Star Wars Starfighter, Rebel Assault 1 and 2, you get the Force Unleashed 1 and 2, you get Rogue Squadron 3D, Shadows of the Empire, and Empire at War Gold Pack, which is like four games in one. All of that for $14. Now, you said this is on Steam, right? Yeah, you get it through Steam, and I'm not as experienced with Steam, I haven't really used it. But, you know, it's basically just like a way it, it organizes all your games and you download the games through Steam and play them. And, you know, the majority mm-hmm. of these, I think they're all like, I mean, they're all supported on Windows, but only a few of them are Apple supported too. But you definitely can play all of them on Windows. But they're the, the PC versions, I guess, of all the games. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, really, to, what was funny was the one that set me off the most was Shadows of the Empire. Like, I never played the PC version, which I'm sure is not that different than the uh, the, um, N64. the Nintendo 64 version. Yeah, because I, w- I was obsessed with that as a kid. But this one, I know, had, like, the cutscenes were a little bit better. 
So, um, so yeah, I'm definitely wanting to, to play it and, and experience that again. But dude, I mean, you just get in Rogue Squadron 3D. Like I just, I mean, I, you get to experience all these games. So I cannot wait to play them. Dude, I, I, I mean, I've probably, I know I played every one of those, yeah. some more than others, yep. you know, mm-hmm. uh, and some of them bring back lots of memories. I'm <laughs> X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, man. I remember, uh, my first computer that that I ever got was like a uh, it was a hand me down hand me down at Dad's work. They were mm. getting rid of some like three eighty sixes, and uh, this is right when I was first getting into like computer stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, he brought it home, and I was like, "Oh yeah, cool! I got my first computer. Let me go to Walmart and buy my first game." And it was like <laughs> X Wing versus Tie Fighter. Mm-hmm. So I get it. Uh, you know, I stick the floppy in there, the floppy disk. <laughs> this is how old it is. Stick <laughs> floppy disk in there. Uh, start loading, and it gives me an error message. Oh, you have to, you know, you have to have this and this, and then I have to get on the internet and try to find drivers and all kind of garbage on, you know, some <laughs> dial-up connection. And long story short, it had like Windows three one on it. <laughs> and, wow. Uh, <laughs> Yeah, let's just say playing the game was not that fun because when I finally did get the thing to run, it uh, I was not uh, gaming savvy as far as how the keyboard layouts work. Right. So I, I, I couldn't figure out what I was supposed to do. I was so sad because I was so excited about that game. I was like, yeah, Star Wars rocks. No, it don't. I hate computers and I hate Star Wars. Uh so just but, pitched a hissy fit, eh? <laughs> yeah, I did. I, I was really mad. It was. But, I remember that. I remember that struggle back in the day, dude. You want to play these awesome games on the PC, and it was like the systems, like any computer I ever had, just wasn't quite there. Like it, it still, like either the game you could play it, and it would just be total crap. Like the graphics were horrible because of the system, or you just couldn't play it at all. But I yeah. remember going over to a friend's house back when I was young. I mean, it was probably. Uh, middle school, like early middle school. I remember I went, you know, and spent the night with a a friend. And, and what's funny is, you know, I, I got along even more with his brother because he ended up being like a big star Wars nerd. And he was showing me all these Mm. games. And of course he had all the bells and whistles. He had the best computer and he showed me X-Wing versus TIE fighter. And I was blown away. Um, he showed me, um, rebel assault two. I remember I played that and he had the joysticks. So I remember specifically flying the, uh, millennium Falcon Yeah, and you had to like maneuver out of a, uh, it was like a cave basically or something you were coming out of a, I want to say it was like a base on an asteroid or something, but I just remember cr- like I could not get past that level. It was just, you know, cause it was so hard to control it. But yeah. I remember I went back years and years later and went back to that game and and played it and beat it like it wasn't wasn't anything. Oh man, that I mean that sounds pretty good. Now, so what's the uh, um, how do we get that to that? You just you basically a, go a to humblebundle dot com, and that's I mean that's mm-hmm. all they have is just the Star Wars. Like it, they do something, you know. Every I, I don't know how long it lasts. I mean I think it tells you. I think there's a timer on the site. Like right now it looks like there's ten days and fifteen hours left to do it. And, um, yeah, basically what you pay is it goes towards either it goes to like a, uh, like a, cha- a charity of their choice or just like some default default charity, or you can choose specifically what charity you want to donate the money to, but that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And you just pay, you know, they just basically it's tiered. So you pay, like if I paid a dollar, I would get Knights of the Old Republic, X-Wing Alliance, X-Wing versus TIE Fighter and Galactic Battleground Saga. You get that for a dollar. Okay, but you know you throw in more money, and it looks like right now it says um, the average is beat. It says beat the average of ten ninety ten dollars and ninety one cent, and then you get all that plus the extra games, or you know about half the games, and then you pay fourteen dollars even or more, and you get everything. But um, but then there's like hmm. another I didn't really care for, but there's like a thirty five dollar tier, and then they just throw, they throw in a t shirt, like an exclusive t shirt. Um, yeah, I'm looking just, at that now. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's a really cool deal, and like I said, it it goes to a good cause. But man, you know, you get all this stuff, you know, and you basically it it when you, when you buy it, it just gives you the the product keys for each one of these games that you unlock through the Steam store, and then you just play it through Steam, 
And I know that all my gamer friends, like they're, that's like Steam is like their Bible. Like it's their, their heaven. You know, it's they, they, they swear by it. And I just haven't really, because I don't have like a good gaming computer to play a lot of the stuff that they play on Steam. But the, a lot of these Mm -hmm. games, minus, you know, of course, Force Unleashed and, Force Unleashed 2, you'll have to have a really good system for those, but everything else pretty much, I mean, you know, probably most of the, the systems, like the bare bones stuff you could buy at oh, Walmart, yeah. probably play most of this stuff. Because so, a lot of these games are 10 years old and older. Right. Now, I will say, you know, if it's with nine, I know at least, I think, with Knights of the Old Republic, X-Wing Alliance, and X-Wing versus TIE Fighter, I think those are all remastered. Because they, I remember oh, really? when they first came out on Steam. I think you could, you could, when you could buy them. Because um, I think just one of the games alone was ten bucks. One of maybe twenty. But you know, you compare that to paying fourteen for everything, you're getting a killer deal. I mean, you're, I mean, it's it's insane how great of a deal you're getting with these games. But, but yeah, um, a lot of them are are uh, remastered. I don't know about like, like I said, I really want to play Shadows of the Empire, and I. I have a feeling that it may be remastered, but if not, because I know this is, I think this is its debut from what it says on, um, Humble Bundle. I think with Steam, it's, it probably just came out on Steam. So this is like a new thing added. So I thought that was really cool. But, but yeah, I mean, the listeners would, you know, I'm thinking they would definitely get a kick out of this if they jumped in and bought it. Hmm. That, um, Got me wanting to spend money, Austin. I know. I'm sorry, man. man. I'm sorry. <laughs> that's that's the mo- that's when I spend the money the most. When I don't want to spend the money, everything happened like, oh, look at these deals, look at these discounts, flash sales, <laughs> gold box deals. All this stuff gets thrown in my face when I'm like, I don't want to spend money. Dude, and 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 you know, it, it's they're they're getting rid of the after Christmas stuff because I went to uh, Augusta today, and I'm going back tomorrow to see Lego Batman. Mm-hmm. With the with the family, but I went today because of because of a field trip for the for the kids, and while they were there, I was going to like Coles and Target. Man, the Star Wars stuff that was just marked down was ridiculous. Yeah, like at Coles they have a um, it's a Rogue One is like maybe a four or five figure set that's exclusive to Coles, mm-hmm. regular fifty bucks. It was marked down to like uh, twelve ninety nine. Wow. Yeah, that's, um, that's crazy. Yeah, all the all the regular um, Rogue One figures, Force Awakens figures were like three ninety nine. So, uh, yeah, and of course, you know, regular price at Kohl's, they they probably got them at ten ninety nine or something stupid <laughs> like right. that. But but still, I mean, even at Walmart, you're paying eight bucks for the figure, but but um, at Kohl's, that you know, three ninety nine. So if if hey, if you got a Kohl's around, you go. Yeah, for all you yep. listening out there. Yeah, no, I know. I do, check them out because so. they got some deals. Yeah, they got some deals going on. Wow. Um, especially and and two, I've learned my lesson, man. <clears throat> I want to say this. I've learned my lesson about Star Wars vehicles. Okay, the action figure mm-hmm. that they go with the action figures. Don't buy them when they first come out. Just you know, don't don't give in to the to the pressure. Just wait a month or two. And those prices are going to drop, you know. Yeah. Um, even the ATA, what is it? The AT, the ATACT, the new one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, I've seen online uh, some guy post that he paid forty nine ninety nine for it. Yeah, I heard that. Um, Target, you know, and, and you know, this is a pretty new toy, and I hear that Target's yeah. now. I think put them on clearance. Can't remember how much. Yeah, what but, was? It? I mean, it debuted at what two ninety nine. I think I think it debuted. Yeah, it was like pretty crazy amounts, it, it, like two or three. Yeah, it was bucks. like the price of a flipping PlayStation. Yeah, you know. Um, and then of course, like the the U wing, uh, I bought it brand new, and I paid uh, thirty nine forty nine for it. Now people are saying they're getting it for uh, fifteen bucks. Wow. At at some WalMarts, and I'm like, ah, jeez. Same thing with the with the tie striker. Or whatever that thing's called, mm-hmm. the ugly, the ugly, uh, <laughs> yeah, thing. Um, it, it's been marked down. The uh, A wing with with Hera has been marked down too. You said you saw that somewhere. I was going to say, yeah, the A wing I picked up. It was marked down to like um, 15, 12, 15. I can't. 
it was somewhere it was cheap. It was yeah. either tw- it was between twelve and fifteen, and I was like, "Wow, I can't believe it's this cheap." I want to say it was probably like twelve ninety nine or something for the A wing, mm-hmm. which I mean, getting yeah. it out of the box and playing with I me, mean, it it looks like it, it's not worth. Like when I looked at it, I'm like, "This is not worth the price it, it, that you pay when it first comes out." Like I could yeah. definitely see spending twelve bucks for it, but thirty dollars? No, not at all. Like, if anything, I feel like you're paying the money for just the, the Nerf mechanics, you know, because cause it's got, like, the Nerf launcher on it. And yeah. beyond that, it's just not worth the money. Then a guy, I, then I was reading on Facebook again today, a guy, um, the 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 Black Series figures, mm-hmm. the, the three and three quarter inch come in the box, not the, you know, blister card. Mm-hmm. But but the ones that came out during the Force Awakens, this guy bought twenty four figures now, twenty four of these at a Walmart for ten dollars and ninety something cent. Oh wow! I mean, I you know, I mean, twenty four figures. What do they mark them down to like ninety seven cents each or something? That's got to be cheaper than that, fifty cent. You know? Yeah, that's crazy. That's crazy. Now you know some things as, as lines tend to wind down. You know, you want to definitely make sure you grab like the last wave of a of a figure mm-hmm. as soon as you can, because you know Hasbro's not making as many as they did pre of previous waves. So, like the the new Rogue One Wave Three that comes out soon with what Admiral Radis and uh, uh, Lieutenant Sefla or Captain Sefla or whatever his name is, mm-hmm. um, and a couple other figures. Uh, it, it, you know, it was rumored that it was going to be canceled and then Hasbro came out and said, no, we're not, it's not canceled. We're, you know, we're going to release it. You can bet money that it's not going to have the same numbers as wave one or wave two of rogue one figures, you know? So right. that's one of those waves that if you find it, go ahead and, and snatch them up while you can. That's crazy. I mean, it's, um, it's tough enough. I, you know, it's, it's hard finding a lot of the, the figures where it takes, feels like it takes so long for the waves to hit stores. But, um, yeah, I, I would oh, definitely yeah. love to get Admiratus. Yeah. Uh, let's switch gears a little bit and talk a little bit about some celebrate good times. Come on. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's pretty, it's, it's probably better if I like dub that with like, uh, a real cool in the gang song <laughs> instead of me singing, but you know, oh well, I can't afford cool in the gang. Uh, Nobody can. Afford so there's cool some, the <laughs> yeah, new celebration news. And some of this I know is going to be right up your alley. So we'll start off with that part first. Uh, the first bit of celebration news is that Timothy Zahn mm-hmm. will be attending Celebration Orlando. According to his uh, Facebook post, he says, I have now been authorized to tell you, boy, does that sound official, Mm -hmm. that I will be at Star Wars Celebration in Orlando this April. Uh, Del Rey will have copies of the book for sale, and I'll be doing as many signings as I can talk them into setting up for me. See you there. I might actually... I'm wondering... I I wonder (laughs) what kind of exclude... Because I'm thinking that they'll probably be cuz you know a lot of the, a lot of the times we've we've talked about this before the books I've been getting them at Barnes and Noble cuz they'll usually have a uh, an exclusive but hopefully like the Thrawn one really won't have much of an exclusive cuz I think I might just just for as as support I may just go and buy the book while we're there at celebration and get him to sign it for me because that would be so awesome cuz I remember the last time I got an autograph from Zahn was um it was 2007, um, a book of his that he wrote called, um, oh Lord, uh, was it Allegiance? It was uh, basically where he came back and wrote, and it was in between episodes four and five. But um, mm-hmm. it was it followed it like Mary Jade and some stormtroopers. I think it was called Allegiance, and um, and the choice of one came not long after. But I remember he wrote that, and that was his new book at the time. So I had that, a copy of that, and I had uh, the Heir to the Empire, the first book, mm-hmm. and got him to autograph mm-hmm. both of those for me. So, and he and what was Ooh. nice was he was he just because I went to a Q and A of his, and afterwards he just he was like, if anybody wants anything signed, I've got my pens with me. You know, because I went to get stuff signed and he wasn't there because he was 
doing something else. Um, yeah. So yeah, he he like I mean he didn't charge or anything. He just said, "Come on up, man. You can come come get an autograph, <laughs> please." <laughs> like he 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 was he was an attention <laughs> whore is what I was trying to say. Um, uh, <laughs> but uh, yeah. but no, I got his um I got his autograph. Um, yeah. So I was you know I'm I'm I love Timothy Zahn. So I you know hopefully if I don't get it there, I'll at least have it bought and brought with me to get the book signed while I'm there. But uh, I don't know how he'll handle signings at this convention because I don't know if you've looked. I, I never like I've, I've never been to a celebration before. I've been to DragonCon, but yeah. What do you think of the the autograph prices? Have you? Yeah, yeah. I was gonna I was gonna say. Um, so it, they've announced three, the first three uh, signers mm-hmm. for the for celebration, and it looks like. This year, uh, Tops Authentics is running the the signing plate. Is all the all the uh, signature stuff. So this is their and, first year uh, doing it. I think so. I think it was handled by a different company mm-hmm. in previous years. But uh, the first three autograph <clears throat> or autographees is that how you say it? Yeah, autographers, uh, signature writers. I don't know. No. <laughs> First three celebrities there will be Ian McDermott, Felicity Jones, yeah. and Jeremy Bullock. <clears throat> so we got the Emperor, Jen Urso, and Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Uh, Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Where? <laughs> Boba Fett. Man. Uh, the interesting the interesting thing about this, though, dude, is you can actually go ahead and pre-register for uh, autographs. Right. Yeah, I show. saw that. Which I thought was a cool idea, you know, so you don't have to worry about, I guess that's what it's for, so that you don't have to worry about getting in a line and waiting and hopefully getting an autograph and all that business. Yeah, but did you see the, did you see the prices? Yeah, that's what I was asking. I'm like, I looked at the prices and see the thing is, is the first one I saw was Felicity Jones's autograph asking price. Yeah. And just to get an autograph ticket was like... Two hundred bucks, two or two hundred fifty. I was floored. No, it, yeah, yeah, it's ridiculous. I was like, um, no, thank you. So no, I hate to you. say it. I'm not. <laughs> there's no hate whatsoever, like towards her. I mean, I hate to say this, but I'm not going to be getting that autograph. It's just there's no way I would spend two hundred dollars on an autograph from her. Like I just felt like that was. I feel like that's like a hundred dollars. Sure, you know, but. Two hundred dollars. I can't. I just can't even do it. Even a hundred dollars. Well, I mean, I'm just used to it with bigger stars. Like when you go to Dragon Con, the bigger people would be like seventy to a hundred bucks, depending. You know, and that's like the big, big names. Uh-huh. Um, but no, I mean, really though, the normal autograph prices I remember we used to pay. Even if you went and got like, you know, some of the, you know, like the main characters of like Star Trek: The Next Generation. You know, they would be up there signing autographs for twenty and thirty bucks. So. Hmm. You know, I just, uh, $200, wow, you know. And then Ian McDiarmid's is like, I think, what was it, a, a 80 or 90? 90, 90, yeah. Just for the autograph. And that's a little more understandable. I get it because, you know, he's a big he's a big name, at least in Star Wars. You know, he's the emperor. Yeah. You know? But yeah. I could, I get it. But at the same time, it's still high. I'm contemplating, like, I, if anything, I will, I will shell out the money to get an autograph from him. But I don't know. Really? Plus Jeremy Bullock, I've met him at at Dragon Con, and he's and plus he's just a big con goer. Anyways, he's everywhere, and I, you know, I mean, yeah. here is I think it was what forty dollars for his autograph. Uh, thirty five. See, that's like Dragon Con prices. So he's he's on the lower side, which of course, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, true Star Wars fans, of course, know Jeremy Bullock, you know, and he, but he's just been yeah. a face in, in the like the cons for a long time, so. You know, that's understandable too. That's cool. And I, I know that he's, you know, he doesn't ask for a big price, but dude, yeah, $200. I'm going to have to politely say no, no, thank you. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I mean, one of my goals for going to this being my first celebration, one of my goals to while I was there was to get at least a couple of, of autographs from people who are in the movies. Right. I've never done that, right. you know? Um, and, and then when I, Saw the prices, my hopes were like, "Oh my gosh, my my hopes have been dashed." Yeah, but um, but I did see now, you know, Big's Dark Lighter, Garrick Hagen, mm-hmm. 
He's there for twenty five bucks. Yep. Mm-hmm. I might go ahead and and shell out some cash to do that. Now, here's the thing: uh, when I if I go ahead and I pre buy one of these tickets, uh, am I going to be waiting in a a ridiculously long, a ridiculously long line? I don't want to waste. I'm only going one day, so I don't want to waste my my whole day waiting in line for autographs. You know, right. I would probably I mean, consult I mean, with the if they have like maybe that question is asked. It has, it's in their FAQ or something, or it's they'll give you the instructions like when you go to buy the ticket. Maybe it'll tell you there, but I really don't know. I mean, I'm hoping the same thing. I hope that we don't have to get in like super long lines to get this stuff because you know it's crazy. But I, I assume that you know if everybody. You know, if you've if you pre-order a ticket, you probably, of course, it's like first come first serve. But you, I guess, you also, you know, you don't have to worry about the lines being so crazy because they're. I mean, I, you know, just from my experience, you know, these people have handlers. They'll they they move you through like really quick. I mean, it kind of sucks. I mean, I, I remember, you know, back in the day, getting to actually hang out and talk to Ray Park, you know, for a little bit and stuff, and nobody bothering you. But nowadays, it's like it's like a machine, you know, and they just, you know, they go through and go, 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 you know? I mean, sometimes you can, especially yeah. people that doesn't have that much of, you know, I, I hate to say that. I'm not trying to say that they don't have a bunch of fans, but people that don't, they're not getting swarmed and getting like, you know, where they can't move and they can't do anything. Yeah. I understand you've got to get, you just have to move people through at that point. But, um, you know, some of the other ones that are just kind of more of a personal, thing, you know, like Ray Park and, and like Daniel Logan and, and, you know, some of the other people that they go to the cons all the time and they're real close to the fans and stuff, you know, they're way more relaxed and you can talk to them and stuff, but it's still gotten a lot more of, a, you know, of a bigger process. But, um, I can only imagine what mm. this one's, this is going to be like with it being like the major, you know, Star Wars con and having all the big names. Wow. And and the Felicity Jones things just it just blows my mind. <laughs> I Dude, really just, don't uh, get it. I'm like, I mean, I understand that she's a big name, and I guess they're just like, well, we can ask for that amount of money. But I I just feel like even if I was her, I would I would. I mean, it's almost like you wouldn't think that she would need the money at all. You know, at this point, because she's a big name now. So I, I yeah. don't know. I mean, unless the money's going to something else, like maybe she's donating a lot large sum of the money to like, you know, Force for Change or or something like that. You know, you know what I mean. So. I really don't know. I mean, I don't know why the dude numbers would be that high. Four hundred and fifty dollars, yeah, for an autograph and a and a photo with the with the woman. <laughs> yeah, what? Yeah, yeah. What? Uh, it's crazy. I, I I don't know. I'll tell you my. You know, I hope Ray Park comes. Like, I hope that they sign him up to, to attend. I'd love to see him again. Yeah. Um, but my. Like the the one I'm really like hoping for, but and they, and they really haven't said it is Warwick Davis. You know he's going to be there as a I guess like a host or something. I guess he's probably going to host some of the the Q and A events and stuff. Yeah, but I wonder if he'll he be does, selling he autographs be. because man, if I could just meet Warwick Davis and get his autograph, oh my god, my my life would be made. I I love that dude so much. <laughs> like really, yeah. yeah I mean. That's one thing you just you just don't know because because he is doing a lot of the uh, stages, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, he'll be hosting a good many of them, and will he have time? And you know, does he want to? I mean, that, I guess we'll find thing. out. Because if he ain't, I, I'll guarantee you, I'll be following that Joker around. I'll find him. <laughs> I'll find him. I'm like, Security. I'll just accident, I'll accidentally, you know, air quotes, accidentally bump into him. Like, oh, Warwick, I didn't see you there. Um, hey, where you? And you're like, don't, don't go. Like, let me, let me talk to you for me. <laughs> but uh, I do. I mean, I really do hope that because I would love, I would love to get his autograph and meet him. Just meet him once, like that. I mean, I that would be one I'd be starstruck by. And it's it's weird to say that, but dude, I mean, you know. I know a lot of the fans hate the Ewoks and stuff, but I love the Ewoks and I love Wicked, and I love Willow, and he's just a mm-hmm. he's just a cool guy in general. And I've you know I've seen his like the show he did uh, Life's Too Short and and uh, the the season he did with Carl Pilkington's um, uh, An Idiot Abroad was hilarious. Like, he's just a cool guy and great sense of humor. So I can't I would love to meet him at least once in my life. Hmm. So, uh, how much money should you take to 
to one of these things. I mean, because you could probably spend as much as you could. That's take, what I'm saying. You could spend honest. so much money. I mean, I, I don't know. I would I would say you know if you could take anywhere from five hundred to a grand would probably you would be in would be a safe zone. You know, it may not even take wow. that much. If you, I'm just talking about if you're thinking about getting autographs and buying merchandise and stuff, and I'm sure they're going to have some crazy exclusive merchandise there. Um, well, yeah, I mean, I was looking at the, at the list of, uh, of exhibitors and you got Lego is going to be there. Gentle giant, mm -hmm. Funko, Hallmark, Sideshow, Mattel, Sphero, yeah. Think Geek, which, who does, uh, what, what, Anobos. what does Mattel do with Star Wars? I didn't even know that they worked with Star Wars. Hot Wheels. Oh, oh, oh that's right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, Hot Wheels. But the you know, funny thing is, out of this list of people, the the one company that is missing is Hasbro. I'm sure they'll they'll <laughs> be there. They've got to be. Yeah. Well, it says uh, stay tuned for a full list coming soon on on the Star Wars Celebration site. So, uh, I, yeah, you're you're right. I mean, they have to. They have to. I mean, they have the. <laughs> They do major, major money for Star Wars. So that, I mean, they would have to have have something there. Man, it would be cool if they had some sort of an exclusive for The Last Jedi, but I doubt they will. Speaking of that, so now I'm worried we're not going to get a trailer there. You know, reading some tweets, it seems like they're working on, or making Star Wars.net, I think, had this, saying, saying that Lucasfilm's working on a behind-the-scenes yeah, like they did for the last kind of two movies. It. They did like those sizzle reels or whatever. Well, yeah, I, I think they did this for Rogue One, a behind the scenes mm -hmm. thing, didn't they? Yeah, they did it for both. They did it for, for that and for Force, uh, the Force Awakens. But um, it makes me wonder if we're not going to get a teaser trailer before Celebration. You know what i i wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if they did. You know, because um, I know that. You know, a lot of times they like to surprise the audience. So I wouldn't be surprised if they showed the sizzle reel and either incorporated a trailer into it or showed like they show the the sizzle reel. I don't know. I mean, I don't know. I just feel like if they're going to show that sizzle reel, it just feels odd to have that before a trailer. You know what I mean? Like it just feels kind of odd to, to have that. So I, yeah. I feel like they're, yeah. they've they've got to to release a trailer. Either either they're going to fool everybody and release the trailer before celebration, and then do the sizzle reel at celebration, or they'll they'll bring both out. Because I don't know. I mean, I feel like they're you know they've because I think they've already leaked that they were working on the trailer already. So I, I don't know. Like I. I, you know, with with the way the movie is, I mean, they've already they're already showing early cuts. Um, mm -hmm. I'm sure that we've got to see a trailer pretty soon, you know. And they they're you know they've got to be like to build the hype, and especially their the way they've been doing it. You, you know, I feel like they've they've got to start showing more stuff, you know, pretty pretty soon, you know, because I feel like I mean yeah. Rogue One's about to come out on Blu-ray in what the end of March. Yeah, something like that. So, I, I don't know that uh, an official date has been given, right. has it? Just just rumors. Right. So um, I'm thinking it's probably going to be around that time. It'll probably be like at the end of March, beginning of April. So they've got to start hyping, you know, The Last Jedi pretty soon. With it being like, the, you know, within the main trilogy, the new trilogy, they've, uh, you know, I'm surprised that we haven't already started getting teaser, uh, a teaser and, you know, stuff like that. I mean, I don't know. It's weird. I, well, okay, I got two schools of thought on thoughts on this. One is I, I'm looking at movies that are coming out between now and celebration, trying to figure out when a good what would be the the optimal you know hit point there. What, what would get the most traction? I'm thinking Beauty and the Beast. It's Disney. Um, True. It's it's but you know it's one of the bigger movies coming out. In the first part of the year, I wouldn't be surprised if they threw the 
uh, the last Jedi trailer in with that. Mm-hmm. And I'm wondering if they would, if they'll also do like a TV event where they'll they'll do the last Jedi because they've they seem to have been doing that for a lot of the you know like when I remember when they did like Force Awakens and, and then with Rogue One it always seemed like they always picked some sort of sporting event or some something on television to really show that stuff like on ABC so. I'm surprised that they haven't yeah. they haven't thought about putting something out around those times. Like I, that's why I was surprised that the Super Bowl didn't show the trailer. But I guess they just wanted to kind of have it be its own thing, I guess, and not be part of the you know the spectacle of the Super Bowl or whatever. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I my other my other thought is is that since the passing of Carrie Fisher. They may be going to, doing some changes to the film, and they don't want to release the trailer yet until they fully decided what direction they're going to go in. Right? Could that be. way they can Could cut be. the tra- I didn't think about they that. can cut the trailer, you know, appropriately right. the the way that would help tell the story they want to tell. And then if that you know if that's the case, you know, who knows? I mean, we I think we're still gonna probably get uh the last jedi trailer before star wars celebration and i think the big thing at star wars celebration is going to be the last jedi panel the behind the scenes footage sizzle reel whatever you want to call it and then bringing out mark hamill daisy ridley john boyega uh the guy that plays kylo ren what's his name are you talking about adam driver yeah, Adam Driver, uh, Benicio, Benicio de Toro, and uh, whoever else they want to bring out with the movie, you know, right. bring them all out and and do a little Q and A right quick with probably uh, Warwick Davis or or somebody, and uh, I I think that's what will happen at Celebration, and I'm hoping that that is the first day because that in past years it's always been the very first day of celebration that they do the big movie reveal. And that's the way I kind of plan my ticket buying was for that first day. So I could hopefully get into that uh, auditorium. Right. But, but what I've heard too, is that if you can't get into that auditorium, other auditoriums will be, you know, playing what they're doing. Over yeah. There that's what they do in, at, the, at Dragon Con for like the big, big events. They would, if it filled yeah. up and they would fill up, you know, quick, they, they would just have the spill over into other auditoriums and they would have the, you know, they just play everything on the big screen. But um, yeah, man, that would be cool if we could maybe me, you and, and candy can slink our way into, into the place. Cause unless they're like super strict, candy was saying, she, she was like, if y'all wanted to go and, and try to do other stuff and still try to get into one of those things, she's like, I could just hold our place in line and let y'all go do whatever. <laughs> and I'm like, I love you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is, that is great. Thank you, <laughs> thank you. You know, I, I I I'm really excited, and I wish they would go ahead and, and just announce everything that's going to be there, so I can kind of plan my Thursday. Right, Dad Gummit, let me plan my day. Um, uh, I, I I wonder when they'll finally put out all the stuff. I mean, it's slowly starting to come I, out now, but I wonder. Yeah, I, it's it's one of those slow release things. They're they're building up the momentum. You know, I'm I'm sure they. This is what they do every year. I just never paid attention to it because I was never going to Star Wars Celebration. <laughs> right. And I always told myself, I'm like, I've got to go to one of these. Like the next, because I, I the last time it was in Orlando, I didn't get to go, and I beat myself up for it. You know, but this time I was like, I'm gonna go. So so glad I finally got the tickets, <laughs> which I'm sure you would yeah, thought. And he's gonna mess around and he ain't gonna get no tickets. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, no. I, the bad thing about this is that they put it in April. If they could have had it in May, my whole family would be there and we'd be there for more than just the one day, right. you know, but, uh, into tax season in April and the wife cannot take off. Right. There's no way. So, uh, I will be there with, from Outer Rim News representing. We got to do t-shirts, man. We got to do it. Yeah, we got to. I'll, I'll work on that. I'll work on that. You know what? You know what really gripes me? What's that? What gripes? What gripes you? This is this is what gripes me. Websites that take some little bit of information that really has n- nothing to do with nothing, 
and making a big big deal out of it. Like what? And what I'm talking about is this news that you you see on some websites. I'm like Rosario Dawson. She will be playing Ahsoka Tano in future Star Wars film. I'm like, what? What? Okay. So somebody on Twitter, um, said you know made some comment like, uh, oh, you know, I I think Rosario would make a good Ahsoka Tano. Okay, so, uh. She Ros, Rosario Dawson on Twitter says, um, yes, please. And, uh, agrees that she would like to play Ahsoka Tano, but that no ways, any way, shape or form says, uh, I'm playing Ahsoka Tano in the next Star Wars film, <laughs> right? Or in an upcoming Star Wars film. But, but, but websites take this it's clickbait, man. And it makes me just, it just drives me up the wall. But they take this and they run with it just to get the little clicks. Ah, click on me, click on me, get my ad revenue, you know. Right. Uh, and then it, it makes this big, big story in the news that just makes it nothing. I mean, something out of nothing. Right. And there's nothing to it. Right. But, but speaking of this, if, let's just say if uh, Lucasfilm were to say, you know what a good movie would be? Something with a Sokotano in it. Who would you want to play Ahsoka Tano? Like, are you asking who I, real, who I would think? Or yeah, who would you who would you want to play? Who would you want I mean, a to be real honest, live it's action? It's tough because I mean, number one, it's just like the makeup and and all that kind of stuff. It would be you know, it would be hard to to really see who could play her in a live action form. Um, but I mean, I, I wouldn't lie to you. Rosario Dawson would be a good choice in my opinion. I'm a big fan of hers. She's just a really cool. I mean, she's a good actress. You know, she's been great yeah. in the Marvel stuff, and it would make sense they would they would go in house and be like, you know what, she's been in our Marvel stuff. Let's put her in Star Wars. Um, so that w- I mean, I guess that's just kind of like it's the the idea has crept into my head. So that's all I'm seeing at the moment. But I really, I don't know. I really, it, it would be hard to tell who else could play her. You know what I'm saying? Like it, that would be a tough one for me. It's I, I can't really see it in anything other than a cartoon form. But well, uh, what about Ashley Eckstein? Uh, maybe. I mean, I, I mean, don't see why I not. She has but I voice. just don't know. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, I don't know if you know. I guess I'd have to see her in the in the costume with the makeup because to me, it's just all about that makeup. Like, I just don't know how they do it because I remember when they did like uh, like Shock T in the in the live action stuff it's just kind of you know it's a lot of makeup and it's really outrageous you know and i know that that ahsoka is a little bit more toned down you know um so the headdress isn't quite as magnificent i guess you'd say but it's yeah you know it's just i don't know like i said it would just be something that i'd have to see and it either would feel right or it wouldn't feel right i don't i don't know cuz like i even have to, i'd have to see that with rosario dawson but it does make sense because rosario kind of has those she has those, I don't know, it's, it's like her, the feet, her features, I guess in her, like her face mainly. She's just got, she's always been one of those people to me that has like a very unique look to her. And she's got a style to her, you know, the way she speaks. And it, I don't know, it's hard yeah. to put a finger on, but it's just, she's got, she's just got one of the, it's almost like a, a really, um, um, I, I can't even think of the words. I mean, it's just something exotic. I guess that would be the word, like exotic about her face. And so it's almost like she has a great face to to you know, do like alien makeup and stuff. So I'm I feel like she would it would work <laughs> with her doing you know one of like doing a Tegruta. I don't know. But beyond that, I really I don't know. Like Ashley Eckstein, of course, would be or Eckstein, however you say her name, um, would be interesting. But at the same time, would she look right in the part? I really don't know until I see it. You just said Rosario Dawson looks like an alien. <laughs> she's like she's like Zoe Saldana. Like Zoe Saldana has totally has like an it. exotic look to her that she could like she plays the the blue Smurf alien in Avatar. She you know she just looks and even though that's CG, she still looks the part. You know it, you can still see her features there, and she's always she's yeah. got just like a very exotic build to her and her and I think her and Rosario Dawson favor a lot to me. So, so yeah, Hey, maybe even Zoe Saldana could play, um, Ahsoka. Hmm. 
There you go. There, there's my other pick. Now I'm seeing it. Zoe Saldana. Hmm. Wow. That does sound good. I, I just, I, I hadn't even thought about her. Yeah, I did. Like um, I said, it's just, it's so, it's so hard for me because I'm, I, you know, I'm just so, you, I'm used to seeing, you know, Ahsoka as a car, a cartoon character. So it's just, I don't know. I've never entertained the notion of who would play her in real life. It's very odd. It's just like I, I would, it would be really weird to see, um, a character like Zeb in live action, like how they would handle if it would be CG and, you know, puppeteering or, you know, like a mixture of the two or just one or the other. I don't know. Hmm. Well, um, changing gears a bit. I got some bad news for uh, you, man. Uh, this, this is rough. Uh, it, it appears that, uh, Disney had their, uh, annual, uh, quarter one, or not annual, but you know, quarterly earnings call mm. a few days ago, and uh, Disney uh, CEO Bob Iger announced that Star Wars lands at Disney Disney World Disneyland won't be open until 2019. Well, I mean, I, for whatever reason, I thought it wasn't going to be till 2020, anyways. So I guess that's better than nothing. <laughs> Oh, look at you. Always looking at the bright side. I was hoping 2018. Yeah. Yeah, I was making plans. I was already making plans. Dang. It does kind of suck. I mean, it's you know, it's only two years away, I guess. But at the same time, it's it's two years away. You know? <laughs> I wish it was this year. It is. But um, and My wife was like, well, we're not going Disney World two years in a row. You can forget that. They should they should have set it up in 2018 if you wanted that. And I'm like, I ain't got no control over it. Yeah, like you're but being punished like for them. Well, too bad. You, you're the one to let them do it. <laughs> yeah, really? I mean, geez. Be like, no, we're having a Disney uh, World vacation in 2018, and then we're having a Star Wars Land vacation in 2019. Hello? <laughs> uh, and don't you know that the... Oh, I, I, I really don't want to go the first, like, six weeks or three four months or whatever that thing's open because it is just going to be jammed yeah. the first year <laughs> that thing is going to be jammed packed yeah it's probably going to be crazy you know, it's just going to be jam-packed and i don't want any part of it yeah i mean shoulder to shoulder with people uh yeah and see that was the thing when we went to uh, disney world this year um it was it was great you know it like you know the as I thought, Magic Kingdom was was crazy busy, and like you said, shoulder to shoulder. I, you know, that part of it I didn't like at all. But you know, the just the environment and the magic of Disney World and all that Magic Kingdom was great. But Hollywood Studios is more my bag, and that that we were way more chill and relaxed that day. You know, there wasn't hardly any crowds. It was just perfect. But Candy's like not as big a fan of Hollywood Studios, so I'm like I take that personally. <laughs> I'm like. You're defying everything about me. <laughs> I'm like, because to me, that's my favorite part of the whole, the whole Disney Walt Disney World Hollywood Studios is my favorite. And of course, now with Star Wars Land coming, it's gonna, you know, it's gonna be the number one for me. So Candy's like, yeah. I don't want to go back to Hollywood Studios until they do Star Wars Land, then I'll go back. And I'm like, you suck. <laughs> and you just said that that was not your bag. So now I definitely have to go. And get some Austin Power Powers uh, yeah. <laughs> foot, uh, sound clips there to, to introduce you. <laughs> Walt Disney World uh-huh. Hollywood Studios Resort is my bag, baby. <laughs> By <laughs> baby. Austin <Forty>. <laughs> <laughs> oh. All right. Well, it's getting about that time, so we got to wrap it up for uh, that Rim News episode 41. Any uh, closing remarks, Austin? Um, Anything? I just, you know. I'm just sending out, you know, word to Warwick. Warwick, if you're listening, please at least get in touch with me while we're there, and um, let me give you a hug. And um, I'm gonna be your best friend. And it, you know, if I can't get any of that, at least can I get an autograph? Um, I love. Uh, he's already called the cops, man. <laughs> I won't talk not security. <laughs> Thank you. Oh gosh. He's already called the cops. He's already called him. Uh, for me, I'm just like, 
uh, Star Wars Rebels returns what oh, yes. next week? Yes. So, uh, so keep on the lookout for that, and also uh, keep on the lookout for uh, sales, Star Wars sales, because they're everywhere now. They're trying to get rid of the Rogue One merch. So if if you didn't pick up stuff because you knew it was going to come down in price, go out this weekend, go shopping, find it. And you'll get really, really, really good deals. So with that, uh, that does it for the Outer Rim News Podcast, episode 41, for the week of February uh, 10th. May the force be with you. Thanks so much for listening to our show this week. If you want to follow us online, you can do so by visiting us on the web at www.outerrimnews.com. We're on Twitter at Outer Rim News, and we're on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Outer Rim News. If you want to leave a review or subscribe to us on iTunes, we would love to see that. And finally, this podcast is not endorsed or supported by Disney or Lucasfilm. It is intended for entertainment purposes only. The fantastic Star Wars rock music used for the show is courtesy of Husky by the Geek. You can find him on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash Husky by the Geek. Star Wars, names, and sounds are all copyright and registered trademarks of Disney and their respective copyright holders.